business end of the season is in full swing. The Barclays guards have looked down on what is being cooked up for the final running, and they have decided to throw in some extra heavy spice into the mix. They got a taste of it, and they decided, you know what this needs? It needs England's greatest ever manager. Yeah, and... He's back. <laughs> of course. The, the man, irresistible the myth, force. The legend. <laughs> oh Some would also gosh. say the immovable object as well, but that's body shaming. <laughs> I just, wow. What an insane week it's been. They took the beam seriously and they actually did decide. Bring you, Big Sam. Come <laughs> on. Mental. What a mental week it has been in that sense. Got leads. I know there's there's desperation, but the week that they've had is almost the most crazy of their whole season. Players ignoring fans in hotels. And now they have a manager who is just the biggest meme out there in regards yeah. to the relegation scrap that they are involved in. It's a strange one. Like I don't understand why you'd bring in a manager just for four games. Oh, well, th- that's a question we'll be answering in four games' time, given their position at the end of the season. But right. it, it goes either way. It's one of these things. But I find most funny out of this, they've gone, it's a similar ownership, let's say, that they've went from Marcelo Bielsa, the man who could not give a damn about defending it's you attack, you'll defend later. Mm. And they now have the man who is the most opposite of that regard. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't get a bigger switch in styles of play ever. The, po- the podcast speaks for itself. There's no tippy tappy football coming here. <laughs> exactly. It's just looking crazy how much like, of a shift it's been over the last what 12 18 months of styles of play at Leeds poor Leeds fans poor Leeds fans that's all we could say they're just they're suffering no they're all not going to say that as a Manchester United fan of course you hate them they hate you it works that way it's all banter at the end of the day but oh god it leads I I feel yeah almost Mm. I always feel for the players but imagine being Weston McKinney when and seeing him coming it's like Sorry, what, what's all this they're saying about him on the internet? Is it, he's what? <laughs> he didn't sign up for this. No, I mean, to be fair, he hasn't had a best of times at Leeds United, has he? No, and he doesn't need to come out and say anything. He's got mates to do that for him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, busy, busy week that we've had uh, across the footballing world we've had champions crowned we've had relegations confirmed we've had uh midweek action in the premier league as well yes and i'm gonna go through this but it's easier to go through just all their results there was the there was the moments here and there we'll start with start with the game on monday because we that one happened after recording and it was juicy the tension was unbearable for leicester and everton it, they drew Tutor, James Madison yeah. missing penalty. That could have, uh, that could have uh, 
in one that he probably should be scoring. It's terrible. <laughs> nice to see a keeper just stay down the middle, though, for a change. He did his tactics right. I don't know whether you've seen the whole... Honestly, what I saw, that that made, me, that made me respect Jordan Pickford so much more <laughs> in that regard. I, I mean, I gained a tiny bit of respect. I don't respect him a lot, but I got a bit of respect for him. Uh, so, yeah, done his homework right with that one and knew where... Uh, Madison was likely to go. I think it said, was it sixty percent of the time he goes down the middle? Yes, and of Sorry. course that's what Pickford does. It's a bad penalty there for Madison. Not like he didn't. Oh yeah, it was atrocious. Right, that's all. It was no, the... strange. Whoever, whoever he takes yeah, another the... one, it'll be interesting to see. Mm. Um, two two points are shared. Uh, that lifted Leicester City out of the bottom uh, three with that point as well, and moves them up to. Uh, 16th place so there's a bit of hope there for Dean Smith's side there is, I would say they've got something about them, I don't think they're going down personally, I think no. they will do okay uh, going on to Tuesday's game a team I also think may be in the relegation trouble if they're not careful, Chelsea <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore man, it's, it's just it's beyond it's the joke, joke. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's barely that, it's like it, they're not winning games right now at all those below them, maybe a few, seem to have something, even like a tiny little mm. bit. It's very, yeah. it's very unlikely. I, I, dare, I don't want to say possible, but it's it's just not going to happen. They ain't going to get relegated. I mean, they'd cancel the no. league if that happened, <laughs> quite frankly. Oh, it would be hilarious. But, I mean, if they lose this weekend and Bournemouth and Wolves win, they'll be down in 14th. They could finish 15th this season. Yeah, which is on par for, well, it would be their worst ever Premier League finish, yep. obviously in the Premier League era, finishing uh, 15th, but it's atrocious how bad they look. And it says a lot when Noni Madweke scoring a goal was like their best moment in months. It was like, yes, we scored a goal! <laughs> Finally! Good goal as well. I like the pass of Kovacic. It was like, it was the sign of, oh good, they can still play football. Yeah. Let's hope it's not their only uh, goal in May, though. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, it's so bad. We'll talk about Chelsea when it comes to their, their fixture this weekend. Uh, moving on to Wednesday's games. Man City 3, West Ham 0. Straightforward for the most part. West Ham probably could have had a goal in the first half if they just took the chances, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think... On another day, I think they probably would have got a goal, but it just wasn't meant to be. Um, Erling Haaland's broke the Premier League record as well. Whoa. <laughs> five <laughs> goals now. Yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable. The man's yeah. just amazing. And the guard of honour was suffered as well. Probably shouldn't be slapping him in the head, though, guys. He tried to concuss him. You've got a Champions League final mm. potential to prepare for. Cringe. But then, if you do the guard of honour, just don't like try and assault most crucial player no. in your team. Doing a guard of honour for scoring goals. Fuck's sake, what has this world come to <laughs> when we're doing that's that? That's the man? most Roy Cade thing you've ever said. It's oh, his job. <laughs> exactly. That's the reason you spent allegedly 51 million and you're paying him fucking probably three, four hundred grand a week to put uh, the ball in the fucking back of the net. What? What? 
giving a God of honor doing his job, Jesus Christ. You don't see me giving a God of honor to the bloody postman when he delivers the post at my house, do you? No. Yeah, but what if the postman's delivering more posts than usual and he's actually the best at his job? It's still his job. You give him a handshake at best. <laughs> Not even that, because it's very rarely that they need me to ring, uh, answer the door. They just post it through. No, not anymore. Don't do it around more. They can't be fucked. <laughs> it's knock on the door, okay. your arm off. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, I just found it really strange giving him a guard of honour. Like, yeah. just wait until the end of the season and then say, give him a bit of appreciation. So, like, say if you've wrapped up the title, then do it, like, okay, end of season. But mm. you've still got fucking four more games to go, lads. Yeah, and speaking on the subject of failing to deliver, VAR in Liverpool's 1-0 win over Fulham. Oh, God. Oh, God, oh, God. It's a weird one at first. I was thinking, yeah, it's a pen. Because even if he has tried to kick out, it's Nunes. But Nunes just wasn't touched. And all this comes out afterwards, the referee admitting, yeah, probably was a pen. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just... So, so strange. Incompetency is unreal. I've just got beyond annoyed with it now. Like, I don't even know what to say anymore with it because I feel like I've stressed it out too many times now, just how much I hate it and how much it's just not working and it should just be got rid of. It's not even... I know you have that one, but I don't sit in the camp that says get rid of it completely I think we're all overreacting in that regard you've just got to find a way to solve it i.e. look at what France are doing we see every week a video of their referees and their communications and it, you could understand their point of view in that situation and then recently I think it was today I saw this morning a referee was interviewed after the game on Prime and he gave his reasoning that's all it needs is a bit of transparency and maybe we could try and understand but they just uh, no. I think it's gone beyond that point. It's gone beyond saving. You need to at least try it before good. you can say that. That's what I would say. Uh, I just don't think there's any saving grace for it now because managers, fans, players—they're all getting frustrated by it. And you have in each week at the start of the week the PGMOL or whoever it is coming out with apologies saying this shouldn't be done, this shouldn't have been given, this should have been done. You're just like, let's just get the fucking calls right then. Leave it up to the official. Get rid of fucking PAR because it's not assisting the referee. It's hindering the game. It's making the game ten times slower than it needs to be. Football's meant to be a fast-paced sport. But it, it just drags it on longer than it needs to be and it's just horrendous. You wouldn't be saying all this because, let's say, for instance, something else happened this week. Say, hmm, maybe Manchester United walk away from the Amex Stadium with a point if VAR doesn't exist. But no, not just that, but I've just gone beyond now. I've given two shits about it. Like, every week we're talking about it. I don't know a week where we haven't spoken on a VAR decision. But I could also say, when you say get rid of it, we saw the good part of VAR with yesterday's game where Brian snuck. That, that, that was wrong. Why did I say that? They didn't sneak anything. They absolutely deserved to beat Manchester United last night. And it's all thanks to Luke Shaw being an absolute donkey by deciding that he's playing volleyball. 
Well, yeah, that was uh, stupid by Luke Straw. That's the good part of AR. That's see, there is some elements of it that it works. All I want is transparency. It's once a blue moon that we get a good, right decision and clear. Just it just just happened to happen where both of us didn't want it to. Mm, Yeah, I'm just for me, it's doing my head in now. It really is. Yeah, I prefer a world with no VAR. Talk about your frustrations on Manchester United because they were awful. That's it was just terrible. How how are you, they tried their hardest to not lose. And Luke Shaw said, "I'm not having that." <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like, or away, like it's been spoken a lot about post game and this morning. Uh, uh, the fact that on their uh, travels this season against sides in the top nine, they've only picked up one point, and that was the week against Spurs. I like. I don't realise how bad it was, but it's actually atrocious how bad it is. I swear as well, if you add the FA Cup result and this game, they went about 215 minutes with neither side scoring against one another in the last month. Just There's only so many minutes I could watch Karakura Ritoma just run into the penalty area and not do anything. Uh, yeah, I think you are roughly right. The minutes I'm not gonna sit here and work it out, but yeah, um, I'd like to say 210 minutes. You had the 90 on from the 120 that would have been the FA Cup, and then from there, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, um, got a C in maps, so it should be decent. I can't even remember why, guys, it's been so long since I did, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, just all around, not good enough. Manchester United, they're going to be safe anyway. They're going to be in the top four. Unless Liverpool have anything to say about that, they're winning games. So makes it interesting. Mm, it does. Um, they can't let their uh, foot off the gas too much, United, because it's a four-point gap between themselves and Liverpool. Obviously, United still have that game in hand over them. Um, so there's that to take into consideration but yeah they can't be uh, allowed any more stops now for the rest of the season yes and i think now is the time to move on to the preview of this weekend's games of course this weekend there is a massive massive occasion happening here in the uk Pep Guardiola versus sam allardyce (laughs) you were talking about that that wasn't yes. what I was thinking was happening. I was talking oh. about the Midlands derby. Oh, and there's that as well, yes. Just what a great oh, I'll just, I could go one got. further as well. Go on. The relegation six-pointer between Bournemouth for Chelsea. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, generally, thank yeah. God there's football on this weekend. I don't know where I could live right now. This country's gone mental. I say yeah, it's gone it mental. Really I feel like, unlike you remember the with the Queen's funeral, there was it was there was more talk on that. But this time with the coronation, it feels like actually there's more people coming out saying, "Come on, guys, I can't be asked. <laughs> I can't be asked." Yeah. Like, I don't know anyone who's looking forward to it apart from the oh, mm, I the old <laughs> bastards. Hey, listen, my mum is royalist. She likes the royal family. I, look, if they if you like the royal family, fair play. But it's not for me. It's not for our generation you know we suffer exactly. a lot more <laughs> let's just say there's more things to worry about in the world right now like like is Sabana is gonna 
get a, a point against Man City and derail their total hopes. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. Realistically, I will laugh no. my head off. <laughs> this happens. Oh, it'd be amazing. If, if they nick a point off Man City, that will be just peak, absolute peak Barclays. If that get happens. that man a statue outside the Emirates. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah. Um, considering he's had what 48, 72 hours by the time kickoff comes around, yeah, it's going to be very hard for this uh Leeds team to get some sort of like rejuvenation just this week. Maybe looking into the final three games, possibly, but I don't think they're going to be able to have changed style of play and got used to his work that quickly. 72 hours is a decent amount of time to at least drill into them stay in a line stay in a line mm. and be organized it's five four one okay five four fucking one <laughs> patrick you stay up there and we'll wait for the board to come see you yeah hit and hope up to you change the lyrics from staying alive to stay in a line <laughs> jesus christ yeah we could play a little game i know we did the one with man united ability last week let's play our own little bit now how much possession are Leeds going to have by the end of this? 18. Jesus, you'd go that low. <laughs> I genuinely think it's going to be that low. Oh, see, I don't think it, it will. I think it'll be lower than 30. Because they're going to counter a lot, I think, Leeds. I could just see it happen. I don't know why. <laughs> they're going to get battered. Or oh, this is going to be as close as it can be. I'm going to say 26. Okay, well, we can revisit that on uh, Monday and see who the was closest. The XG is going to be 0.3 if we're going to count mm. that pointless stat. But oh, I don't like that. So. Also, I mean Tuesday because there's still three games to go on Monday, so we'll be talking about like a quarter of the I was going to say, uh, yeah, the weekend's kind of screwed. Like, even the championship is all on Monday. That's yeah. ruined everything. We can't talk about that until then, either. But, thankfully, there's enough European football-wise to keep us going. Staying Premier League, though. Exactly. Looking at the rest of the Saturday games, Chelsea are desperate for something, and they're buying a Bournemouth team who absolutely will not be trying to give them something. Yeah. Oh, please, Bournemouth, win this so we can have the James Bond memes of uh, Frank Lampard. Zero wins, zero draws, seven losses. Oh, God. Oh, you- it's it's it's, it's right. There. It's there. It really yeah. is so much there. The but, um, he's shaken, but he's not stirred. <laughs> uh, the Chelsea fans are stirred, though. <laughs> they got stirred ages ago. Like this is yeah. I mean, must win at this point just to salvage something in this season. I think a point is needed. They just need a point. <laughs> you got? They haven't even got the forty points. Exactly. Like, just get that and then build again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go, we go again. <laughs> exactly. But, Never have yeah. those words been uttered by a Chelsea manager ever. <laughs> it's just, I don't even know what to say about them anymore. No, nah, it's bad. I don't, I don't know how you salvage, salvage it at this point because there's just nothing left they can try. I don't think you can do. 
Yeah, it's so, so watching them against Arsenal, so the goals they conceded as well, it was just balls across the box that no one's just following their man. Yeah, it's cool. What are you meant to do and what do you expect from them? Like, their defending has been atrocious. Um, and that's with Thiago Silva as well. That man, I'm sure he's trying. But it's not happening, and I wouldn't be surprised if he somehow found a way out in the summer, even though he signed on for another season. Well, I mean, I don't think I would want to stay another season if I was uh, Thiago Silva. In fairness, if Pochettino, well, he's Pochettino that signs on, he would want to play under him. So, yeah. Well, it's one of their I expect him to stay. Around. I do expect him to stay in that regard. There's others mm. in there that I don't think will be. No, I do expect a big clear out uh, of players going. We want to keep an eye on looking at the rest of Saturday's fixtures. Wolves against Aston Villa is happening. It is a West Midlands derby. It's not the biggest one, but it's always a fun no. one. Villa haven't actually beaten Wolves in the last four games against them. You have to go back to Saturday, the 12th of December, 2020, for that victory. Yeah, there's another curse for Don Unai to to break there. And yes. talking the European battle now, I think Brighton being Manchester United has soured any Europa League hopes that I have. You know, all Conference League are we. Always liked it, mm. really. Um, no, no, there's no quotes to be saying anyway. I hate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that. I even say, obviously, like West Ham after not winning for there to be any chance of that as well. So oh, it's, yeah, true. It's depressing a little bit. It's, like, it's, it's, it's sad how I feel about it, but yeah. Like, we should absolutely feel happy that <laughs> the season's gone. Finishing eighth is the best we've finished it, so we've got promote, not promoted. Yeah, and the job that Unai uh, Emery has done at the club since his uh, appointment is just massive leaps and bounds. I Jane, well, I know you'd be disappointed in missing out on any potential European football, but you've got to say, a top half finish compared to where you were when Unai Emery took over is absolutely it's, amazing. Yeah, that's pretty much confirmed. Well, it looks, yeah, it is. I think we guaranteed to have our best finish since promotion to the Premier League a couple of years ago, which is a positive. But yeah. a lot of talk has been off the pitch this week for Villa. I wanted to see some of your thoughts on this. We are allegedly in advance talks of poaching Barcelona's director of football Matteo yeah. Aleman. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, reports are saying that he, uh, well, it's been confirmed by Barcelona that he's leaving the club uh, at the end of the season and Villa are set to swoop in and be pointing him as the director of football which Quite interesting. Um, is it going to be one where you see a lot of La Liga-based players come in? See, um, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. The Spanish together. Revolution is coming this summer. I guarantee. Yeah. Um, could it hinder you though? Who knows? I really mean, hope not. See, the net, like it's mad. The names we're already getting linked with, as well. It's yeah. Like, I mean, what a summer we're just a small. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just this morning, I've seen it's linked with Dusan Vlahovic and Ferran Torres. <laughs> what the hell? Like, <laughs> I, I know you're going for stuff, but have you got the money to buy both of them? 
See, that's the odd one because, oh, look, if we're going to solve both, that tells me Watkins ain't going to be there because Vlahovic is supposedly a very similar player in that regard. So that's, I don't see Vlahovic happening at all. Ferran Torres is one, maybe. I, yeah, I, I just worry about the price. Look- I worry about the price of that one. Yeah. And I think there has been talk, though, about Watkins extending his deal, though, this week. Just, I hope so. I think he absolutely deserved it. Hopefully, he breaks the drought that he's on. I say drought, it's not two games, it's not three games that he's not scored, <laughs> which by his standards is actually kind of normal. He was just on that good of a run before. Yeah. But I'll be excited for the summer. A lot of the stuff that I've researched on Alan Mann as well is that. Like people lazily just looked at the transfers that he did at Barca and go, well, none of them are that great. None of them Lewandowski, who else did he sign? Frank Kessie, what's he done? Like, look further than that. Look at stuff he's done outside of that. And it, plus, he joined Barcelona after the the fuckwittery that took place. He, if anything, fuck, saved them. Yeah. And a lot of bosses, hate people around him are gutted that he's going. You just seem a big uh, surprise to many at Barcelona that he's going. So He's done uh, so bad they're going to win the league this season. I hope, they, hope he's fucking happy with the job he's done. Exactly. So it's very strange to see some of uh, the fans' reactions to it. But not the fans. Some of them are just a bit like, but, oh, I mean, if you do this, won the Copa del Rey back in the early 2000s. Mm. Our team, when they won the Copa del Rey as well and got to the Champions League, he helped build that team with Marcelino as well. There was a few players in that. Gwedish, when he was good, was in that team. Yes. I think Karim around that time as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just an odd yeah, thing that came yeah. to mind when I saw that one. But yeah, yeah. I think there's there's intrigue. Around it all, I'm being yeah. excited. Should be a good one. Uh, right, should we continue with the Premier League games then for this weekend? That happened then. Yes, Spurs Crystal Palace is also happening at three o'clock, and that'll be very interesting. Palace not much to play for. Tottenham have it all to play for. Are a desperate need of a win. Yeah. They can't I mean, fuck this one up, surely. <laughs> they can't. Uh, yeah. And they will find ways of doing so. Very much a rhetorical question that I asked. <laughs> Spurs mm. are in need of a win if they want any hope of European football next season. They're dropping like a stone. Yeah. They really are. It's crazy how to so-called big teams are having such like drastic drop-offs this season in Spurs and Chelsea and <laughs> Spurs losing this one would be uh, an absolute massive massive dent in their European hopes you could say two clubs that don't have proper managers in and are probably suffering because of that definitely so yep and the half-five kickoff is Liverpool against Brentford. I'm quietly intrigued about this Brentford on a decent little run again, having won the last two games, and Liverpool also on this amazing run that's got them up to fifth. 
with a slight yeah. hope of Champions League. That's good a lot, but still possible when they're winning as many games as they are. <laughs> Could this one be very exciting? I think it absolutely has yeah. potential to be. Definitely so. Um, obviously, Brentford picking up the victory earlier on this season back in January as well. So uh, they know how to get the better of uh, Jurgen Klopp's side this season. Like you say, I think all to play for um, Liverpool trying to cement a European fight, whether it be Champions League or end up having to set for Europa League. And Brentford could potentially come knocking on the door. Unlikely, but with the way they're playing uh, at the minute under Thomas Frank, yeah, I it wouldn't surprise me if this is a highly entertaining close match between the two sides. Which I hope Brentford don't come into the race. <laughs> Quite frankly, <laughs> I was just looking back on that last game because I remember it was a Brentford like scored three goals in very quick succession, and everyone was going, "Oh my God, they're, they're going to get battered! They're going to get <laughs> batter them." Hmm. And actually, you look back like twenty-seven percent possession, ten shots, and four big chances. That they scored three of them. So it's like I expect I mean, Liverpool to have that from more. Can I say though? Yeah, like I expect Liverpool to have more possession in this. Brentford will counter them and Liverpool will be open at the back like they always are. Exactly, so uh, definitely one to keep an eye out on on Saturday evening or early evening. Yes. Uh, right, should we quickly go through the uh, rest of the games this weekend then? Yes, Sunday has actually a pretty decent half-four fixture. Newcastle versus Arsenal, that's Going to be a good one, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, West Ham. Obviously... I was just going to say last one. West Ham against Manchester United as well. No one cares about that. Seven o'clock on a Sunday. What? Yeah, it feels really strange. What's, that, what's happening Sunday then? Coronation wise, or is that the actual thing? Which is why I think scheduled. I don't know. I can't be asked. <laughs> I don't know whether it's that or because uh, of them wanting to like have the early football league games prominent. Yes, no, yeah, I'd say that one, yeah. We'll okay. discuss that at the later stages of the podcast, but Newcastle last I think will be good. Monday's fixtures, we'll just say them, we'll probably talk about them Monday anyway. But Fulham play Leicester, Brighton against Everton, which is the more crucial one, and Forest against Southampton as well, pretty huge in terms of relegation. Monday's relegation there. Yeah, uh, can the Saints go down if they lose this weekend? I should check that because I also had that thought, but I, I don't think it will be possible. Uh, nah, because it's still be nine points. They, they 33. could. They could uh, do mm. if Leeds win. Let's see. Mathematically, they would still have a bit, a bit of a chance, but goal difference will obviously be astronomical. Yeah. So I think it's, it's it. Yeah. They'll be all the down. Cusp of it. Yeah, yeah, they are anyway, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Just waiting for it to be officially confirmed by the club. Yeah, by not the club, but by the results. Yeah, and I go, should we talk European football? Uh, because yesterday, I did it. Napoli are champions. Finally. The first time in 33 years, so the first time in our lifetime, we have seen Napoli lift the Scudetto. First time many of their fans, as well. God, the seeds, the seeds, 
eject them into my veins. They're beautiful. Yeah. Maybe not so much a, a dad holding his kid trying to jump over the barrier in the stands and then falling over in spectacular. Just falls out of shot and we're all wondering, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, that was... It's hilarious. Is he all right? But also very worrying. Cut, cut to the Spalletti getting hounded. <laughs> exactly. Cut to a player getting their shorts nicked. Like... <laughs> Oh, mental. Mental, yeah. it was. Uh, is it weird? Like, was that Udinese stadium, and yet it, it felt like the majority of the stadium was actually Napoli fans? I mean, it doesn't surprise me, though. Like, when we're looking at the end, it's got flags all over the but What the hell's going on here? Well, obviously, they just wanted to be there for the moment that it happened, like the, when the ref blew the whistle, whether it had been at... Uh, Udinese's ground or at obviously Napoli's home ground so I think that's why there's quite a lot of Napoli fans yeah and we could definitely say there's a lot of hangovers in Naples this morning I don't even think they would have kicked in yet because they're probably still passing. they're still celebrating that it's still going mm, probably having uh, the Maradona spritzes <laughs> <laughs> I know where you got that from and it's <laughs> just gonna <laughs> We're like, oh, do we even care about Italy now? In terms of the uh, <laughs> it's over. Champions well, League. Again, and... There's an interesting one on Saturday that is a good one. Roma against Inter Milan at five o'clock. That should be tasty. Yeah, Milan versus Lazio as well uh, earlier on in the day. Because the, the fight for the European place is, uh, is still very close. You've got Lazio 64 points, Juve 63, Inter 60. Atalanta and AC Milan and AS Roma all on 58. So it's going to be, although the title race is now over, the last five games in Italy are still going to be very, very uh, interesting to see who gets these European places. Yeah, like third, maybe still second. It's it's available. One team's got to go on a run to get second, really. Mm. And then uh, even down at the bottom, um, Hellas Verona and Spezia level on points on 27, and then Lecce just above on 31. So it's still close to see who will be the third team because you imagine uh, criminals are down as well as obviously Sampdoria being yeah, Sampdoria, uh, Sampdoria would be relegated this weekend if they don't get a point and then Spezia win. So or have us throw in a win as such, they're down. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, where to go? I think next we have to go to France. Usually we leave it to last, but oh my God, PSG, what the hell's going on this week? What are you playing at this week? Mm. Well, it's on not even PSG. Keep... What are their fans playing at? <laughs> well, yeah, on this week on Keeping Up With Paris Saint-Germain. God, it's, it's yeah. awful. Um, Where do you start? Crazy week. <laughs> Uh, let's start with the biggest player in world football, the best player in world football in many players' eyes, Lionel Messi. Uh, suspended for the next two weeks without pay and won't be training with the team after an unauthorised trip uh, to Saudi Arabia happened. This comes after the team lost last week to FC Lorient. Uh, apparently it was confirmed at, in the changing rooms after their defeat last week that, that they wouldn't be allowed a day off and they, that were meant to be in training. However, uh, Messi apparently took an on. Uh, approved uh, trip to Saudi Arabia and the club have come down and just banned him and I think 
that seems to be the way that PSG are trying to go now. They're trying to put the foot down and say, like, this shit isn't going to happen anymore with us. Um, so Messi won't be available for them. But, I mean, two weeks without pay for him doesn't mean anything, let's be honest. Yeah, he's going to back it back when he moves to Al Hilal for that big money move anyway. So That's if he goes there. Yeah, like they also confirmed Lionel Messi will not be signing a new contract for PSG as well. So you just feel like something's happened there and it's led to this. Bad from Messi's half if he does go on an unauthorised trip. Not good from him at all. I think the thing, though, uh, well, I certainly got into the belief that he wasn't going to stay anyway next season before all this came out was the fact that it was being talked about early to or during the World Cup that he was going to stay and then the fact that it just didn't happen and like by the time I think realistically the end of the January transfer window came the fact he hadn't signed a new deal led me to believe that he wasn't going to stay yeah and then all the Barcelona rumours start again like that's a discussion yeah. in itself for another time uh, it's a bit of a mess at PSG as well they may potentially lose another player if the incidents outside of the pitch continues to happen. Neymar, um, we're talking about in that regard, having fans outside of his house. I, you might not like it's a player, but I don't think it's on, really, that. No, that's way beyond the line. Like, you can do it at games or if you want to protest at the team's training facility, but it's just, yeah, for me, I have to agree. It's not yeah. on. That's all. If, there's a, if there's a family runner, it doesn't need that stress. It's, it's that family. Mm given everything they announced not long ago. But talk on the pitch. PSG should be fine, we think, in winning leash one. It's a five-point gap, so they've kind of got to curb the the run of losses that they're not on, but it's like they are getting the odd loss here and there that's putting them in a bit of trouble. Yeah, I mean, this weekend they travel to 18th place twice, so it should be an easy victory for them. You don't need uh, Messi and Neymar for that one, lads. <laughs> exactly. Uh, elsewhere, second place uh, Marseille, they play earlier on in the weekend as they travel to Lens, who uh, are in third place. So that's an interesting battle for who gets. Yeah, because obviously they're fighting for that automatic Champions League place where third place would have to go through the qualifiers. Fourth place, uh, AF Monaco, they travel to Angers on uh, Sunday. And um, again, they're still going to keep that fight on for Europa League place because you've got uh, Lille just behind them on 59 points and even uh, Stad Rene on 56 points can still technically catch them. So it's going to be an interesting fight there. Uh, obviously, down at the bottom, uh, Nantes on 32 points, Strasbourg on the same, and then Auger 33, and Brest on 35. So that last relegation place, again, going to be an interesting uh, last couple of weeks in France. Yep, the one to watch. And let's move on to La Liga, because I believe, doing the maths, Barcelona could be champions this weekend. Yep, uh, I think just need a victory. Yeah, no, it's not the, this weekend, they're next weekend. But they're already, no, they're already 12 points clear. So they win today, then there are four games left, 15 points. Of course, let's they're go after this weekend. Are they not playing this weekend? That's probably why it's not being... Why, why, no, are, they not, why are they not playing? That's the not. They've got, 
Got a weekend up. I only know oh, there's that. no La there Liga. Um, we're talking about La Liga. There's no La Liga football. What the fuck? We'll waste yeah. our time. Move on. Hang <laughs> on. Um, yes, because there was midweek La Liga action. So Barcelona. Is, it won. is that what it is? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'll let you look into that. Let me just recap the midweek games in La Liga. Then that's happened. So Barcelona beat Osasuna by one goal to nil. Jordi Alba in the 85th minute uh, gave the Xavi side the three points. Real Madrid lost two nil to Real Sociedad. Uh, though they did have to play the last half an hour with uh, 10 players after Danny Carvajal got sent off and uh, former Real Madrid player Takfusi Kubo scored for Real Sociedad. Kubo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just in the Copa del Rey, it's the Copa del Rey final this Saturday, 9 o'clock, Real Madrid versus Osasuna. That's why there's uh, elsewhere, uh, Wednesday, Valencia drew one, one all with Villarreal. Atletico Madrid beat Cadiz by five goals to one. And then there was a five-goal uh, thriller yesterday between Sevilla and Espanyol. As Sevilla won by three goals to two. So uh, it's still very close uh, down at the bottom as well. Well, yeah, like you say, after this week ends uh, Copa del Rey, we should find out. Yes. Um... Barcelona will win it next week. Yeah, definitely. And uh, to Germany, there are fixtures this week. Just looked. Can't fool yes. me. There are fixtures. And I'm looking to Saturday first, Bayern travel to Werder Bremen. They they have to win. They have to they have to win. It's as simple as that. I mean, I feel like Dortmund have got the harder game on Sunday. Uh, they're playing against VfL Wolfsburg, who are in yes. uh, seventh place. This, so this is a team we would expect be... you to drop points against. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's going to be really key to see what happens with Dortmund because obviously there's been a lot of stories this week surrounding the future of Jude Bellingham. Uh, reports coming out on Tuesday that he's close to signing for uh, Real Madrid in the summer. So wouldn't surprise it's me. It's over. Yeah. That's funny, isn't it? That's four of the top young midfielders, and yet one of them will just play left back. Mm. So they could just play the ball. <laughs> it's not fair. Exactly. It's just mental what they're able to do. Yeah. Uh, where was it? Um, Relegate, relegation battle, Bundesliga. Hertha Berlin look like they're going to be gone at some point, quite frankly. I know it's still possible, but they're not winning games at all, and they are yeah, quite cool. away, away now. From Hoffenheim in 14th, we'll go in that high. Even, even Schalke above them, five points behind them with four games left. It's not looking good for Hertha Berlin. Yeah, it's not. They look down. But other than that, Schalke up to Hoffenheim is close. Maybe with Augsburg on four points ahead of them. So it's it's an open one. You order mm-hmm. run of defeats like Hertha and you're in trouble. Yeah, Augsburg, uh, they play host to uh, Union Berlin on Saturday. Uh, Schalke, they play this evening against Mainz. Uh, VfL Bochum, they play tomorrow uh, against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, and then Stuttgart, they play Hertha Berlin. So going to be an interesting weekend at that bottom half of the table. Yeah, one of the only other relegation battles that are as massive and crucial as the Premier League, I think we could say. Yes. Definitely so. Should we bring it right, back? We... I was going to say, should we bring it back to England right now? Because 
We can't really talk about the championship because it's on Monday. Well, bank holiday Monday, as is tradition for the Florida Championship. It's always on bank holiday Monday. So it's the weekend. Kind of annoying. I'd I don't think it's actually that bad. No, for it gives me, it its own it focus. You want it to be able to. Focus. I'd rather have the final games of the weekend be on Sunday. Well, don't worry, because you've got them at least in League One. They're on, yeah, their um, final day is Sunday. Uh, trying to see what's up for grabs. Promotions decided. Playoffs is available and relegation. It's yeah, there's tasty stuff. Relegation definitely is one to keep an eye on. In League One. In League One, yes. Well, there's still the title to fight for. There's still the title, but they're both promoted. It's like yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but relegation is way more crucial, no. if I'm honest. You, you want to go up as champions and both do, teams don't can break shit. the 100-point barrier? Both teams can break the 100-point barrier. Good for them. <laughs> exactly. That's a lot to play for for both Ipswich and play, uh, Plymouth. Uh, but yes, uh, I'm just quickly run through the other stuff happening. So uh, Derby and Peterborough are fighting off for that final playoff spot. Um, that's going to be very key and crucial. Derby, they travel to Sheffield Wednesday, whilst Peterborough travel to Barnsley. And then down at the bottom, one of Milton Keynes, Morecambe and Cambridge United will be going down uh, this weekend. MK Dons, uh, they are away at Burton Albion. So aside that, haven't got anything to play for. Orpion 14th. Uh, Morecambe, they are away at Exeter City. And then uh, Cambridge, they are playing at home against Forest Green Rovers. Yeah, I think out so, of everyone, Cambridge are the ones you're looking at there going, we've got a chance here, lads. Maybe Accrington as well, yeah. they're playing Oxford. Who are down there as well? Very unlikely that they can go down, even though if they there is a chance they could finish on the same points as the team that gets relegated. Yeah, their goal difference, their goal difference is just astronomical compared to all the no, others. They because they could finish twenty first. Uh, they could finish twenty first, but it requires this twenty goal swing that's yeah. never going to happen. Yeah, that's why I was that's like, what that I was saying. You, misunder- you, misunderstood. you just misunderstood me completely. Yeah, I was like, well, they can technically, but it's extremely unlikely because of the goal difference way. So it's not going to happen. That's why. I, uh, yeah, it's not going to happen in that sense. But yeah, fighting for the title, um, Plymouth they travel to Port Vale, and then Ipswich Town they are away at Fleetwood Town. So uh, I would imagine. Both sides will have like a trophy on standby for them. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you not see? Do you not see this for Sheffield United in the Championship? They got a trophy. Yeah, that's stupid. Sixers always got. A trophy. You don't want a trophy for finishing second. It's ridiculous. They've had that for years. I don't know why people were they, so surprised. No, 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 no. I know they do. People know they've been doing it for years, but it's still stupid. It wasn't really surprising. It's like, why does this still continue to be a thing? I've just got used to it. It doesn't affect me anymore. It's just ridiculous. Just I don't know why. It's, 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 who cares? I'll tag the banner that says we're going up. That's it. Oh, well. Some people are like that. But, oh, look, anyway. 
Uh, League two, player, not player, the Parosha race is absolutely going down to the wire because, like, I'm looking at it. Anyone, Bradford, upwards, Steve, no, Steve, Northampton to Bradford, third to seventh, could still kind of get promoted. Uh, well, not automatically. Yeah, they can. No, they no, can't, they've got can't. one game left. It's a, it's a Stockport above. Stockport, Stevenage, yes. and Northampton Town. Yeah, it's always so confusing. Uh, uh, I'm on the wrong app. They, they have the terrible way of showing these tables. Honestly, it's confused the yeah, hell out. So I'll do it. So, um, Stevenage are obviously promoted, I believe. <clears throat> Yeah, Stevenage are up, and then it's between Northampton and Stockhands for the last Stockport. Okay. But the playoffs can yeah. like change all over the shop, given gold as well as very yeah. close between those four that are currently in them spots. Well, I mean, there's three teams level on uh, 75 points between Carlisle, Salford and Bradford. It's just goal difference. So you also probably wouldn't roll out Mansfield, given they point. they've got a, they've got a win. They've got to hope for the goal swing to go their way in terms of the goal difference as well, and they have to win their match and hope that like a Bradford yeah. or a Salford loses. I think Carlisle's goal difference is a yeah. bit too much to catch, so Salford and Definitely Bradford so. are the more likely ones to lose out. It's only like three and four goals, which uh, Mansfield could do because they're away at Colchester United, uh, who are well. down in twentieth place. Uh, Bradford City, they're at home to champions Leighton Orient. Salford City, <laughs> yeah, Salford City, they're at home to Gillingham. Again, um, a team that have got anything to play for in 18th place. And then uh, Carlisle United, they are away at Sutton United, who are in 14th. So, you'd go to a, did, you, did you say Stockport? Or did you forget on them? Uh, I think I had forgotten them. Uh, they're they're at Hartlepool. Yeah, so very winnable. Yeah, a lot of things can happen and has to happen uh, to try and put that in the favour of, excuse me, of Mansfield Town to get into that promotion spot. But the final day drama, don't rule it out. Yeah, never rule anything out on the final day of the season. That's why it's the end of season drama that we always describe mm-hmm. it as. And there is a much else this weekend, I, I don't believe. <laughs> There's nothing else that no, I can I think that's all. We'll see how my thing there. No, ter- terrible app of music, honestly. <laughs> that's why I always rely on one football. I won't name Not them. Sponsored. But, uh, yes, so very good. Uh, yeah, so a lot of relegation and promotion should, stuff should be sorted by the time we record next. And um, obviously, all to play for in the Premier League. And then next week, uh, we have the return of the Champions League on Tuesday oh, and yay. Wednesday. So <laughs> we've got that to look forward to uh, the semi finals. And mm. obviously, Europa League and Conference League will take place on Thursday, I would imagine, as it always does. Yeah, as all things should be. Yes, uh, right. That is everything, because I don't think we've missed anything out. 
No, we'll, we'll leave Championship and then other Premier League games till Monday. Just yeah. easier to do that. Then with the games happening on that day as well, we'll hopefully have the podcast out early as possible. So that it happens before those games. Or the Championship games, I swear a lot of time. So probably unlikely uh, the podcast yeah. will come out until after that. Three o'clock. Oh, are they three o'clock? Oh, usually back to change. They usually like yeah. to put them on at lunch. No, they've got them all three o'clock. That's a good thing. That's good for us. We have a podcast out before one o'clock. So, yeah, there you go. Exactly. And we can talk in depth on the uh, playoff situation in the championship. And well, that's the only thing there is to play for in the championship, isn't it? It's playoffs. Yeah. Everything else is sorted <laughs> after. I said, that's something we never mentioned. Uh, Reading were relegated. Huddersfield beat Sheffield United yesterday. And. My God, some of the opposite. Because did you see who was on punditry for Brighton, Manchester United? Paul Evans. The optics of that. Just the the, <laughs> the optics of the man who's practically led them to relegation being on the other channel in which the game you're watching, hoping that this one team loses so it goes down to the final day. They don't. They win. And it's sent your team down. And you go on the other side as the manager responsible for you being down there. Mm. And to rub it in, you get a bottle of wine from Eric Ten Hag as well. Yeah, I was so happy. Like I'd forgot that he'd said that about him. The absolute like Eric Ten Hag holds grudges. There you go. There's the proof. The top, that is shit house re at its Respect the man for that. Yeah, round of applause for him. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, like you said, we'll be back on Monday to look at that championship. It's just odd that I, I can't listen to a word Paul it says after that is has happened with Reading. And you're the reason for yeah. that. Exactly. Even without the points deduction, they go down. Yep. Uh, it's brilliant. Well, really it's is. not brilliant. Poor Reading, they've suffered. They're, they're still but suffering. For them, yeah. But I mean, in like the greater picture, I think it's quite funny. Yeah. Poor it should never be in another manager's job ever again. Hmm. Right, anyway, uh, we'll be back on Monday to preview that final day drama, look back at the games that have happened and look ahead to the Premier League games that are happening on Monday as well. And obviously ahead to the Champions League games. In the meantime, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from and that you're following us on Twitter at RPTC Pod for all the latest news and stories as and when it happens. In the meantime, we'll see you soon.